Good morning. Welcome. Welcome once more back to Pavlovsk in St. Petersburg. It is a gorgeous, gorgeous morning. We're at the, uh, another entrance to the park. It's absolutely massive, mind you. And what's more is free entry before nine in the morning. Saw a lot of cars there heading to the city. Traffic's already, already getting pretty snarled up there towards the station, which I'd like to take you to in another video. I was a bit too late today to do it. But we'll do a, another walk and talk. It's more difficult to do these walk and talks and actually get into the news because obviously on the mobile. So whilst the weather's nice, it's, it's good to be outside, but we will have to get back to the desk, I think, for some, some topics and issues. Now talking about hot topics, now there's a few questions you guys have, namely about, well, number one is how did I then end up here? I came here back in 2018 as a highly qualified foreign specialist. It was in gaming, so the IT sector, which if, if you're IT qualified, oh wow, right now you should do very well with immigration. But I'm really, I'm not certain what the situation is like now. I don't know if all the politics have really screwed everything up for people because there's so many of you in the comments who are like, oh, I want to move to Russia. Uh, I am working on, on, I don't know, trying to find some, even some official help for people who are actually serious and to get some official advice. But of course, with various countries, it's quite difficult with consulates being closed and everything. Oh, which, which actually lends into the first story I've got for you, which comes from The Guardian. And they make it, obviously you can understand, they're making a big fuss about this, this story here. Let's get it up for you. Oh yeah. Warmongering, lies and hatred. A Russian diplomat in Geneva resigns over Ukraine invasion. A veteran Russian diplomat in Geneva has resigned over his country's invasion of Ukraine in a rare political protest from within the Russian foreign policy establishment. Uh, Boris Bondarev wrote in a public statement, never have I been so ashamed of my country. Uh, a 20-year veteran of the Russian Foreign Ministry said, it is all about warmongering, lies, and hatred. Is it? Because warmongering, I've seen coming from EU, NATO, Biden, just yesterday talking about Taiwan, which we'll, we'll get into that in a little moment, and hatred. What? What about all the Russophobia? What, what's that then? Is that friendly? I, I, mm, and I, I can't really claim. Lies, well maybe. Uh, I've yet to, oh wow, woodpecker. Look at that. Oh, don't be shy. Oh, there he is. Good morning. They're quite, I'd say they're quite rare in England. Gorgeous. Yeah, lies, well, you know, you could tell me that the Russians told their own share of porcupines, and uh, I, I'd struggle to, 
I'd struggle to argue against that, but at the same time, many people have struggled to show me categoric sort of um, demonstrable lies from Russia. So that, that one's a funny one. But warmongering, yeah, I mean, wow. That's got, that's got blinking and all, all that lot stamped all over it. And then hatred, yeah, I have, I, I don't see that from Russia. Yeah, I don't see hatred coming out of Russia. For Nazis, absolutely. Uh, yeah, you, you won't get much more hatred there. But, uh, but that, you know, that's specific and I think justified in my opinion. So, yeah, really, I, I can see why The Guardian's picked up on this. It is going ham on it because it's a good PR boost. Uh, what this guy's agenda is, I don't know, but I guess living, living in Geneva has made him a bit soft, I guess. Soft in the head, perhaps. You know, or trying to save some other interests and skins. I, I, I think he's going to come to regret that. Unless he's got something comfortable lined up. Uh, right. Yeah. So, talking about the Russophobia. Lavrov has come out with another statement. Russia will seriously consider whether to renew relations with the West. I mean, none of this is going to surprise you. But Sergei Lavrov uh, is just not stating the obvious but is I guess addressing the elephant in the room here uh, he said it depends entirely on Western countries obviously uh, Lavrov stressed will rely only on its Moscow Lavrov stressed will rely only on itself and on states that pursue an independent policy and have proven their reliability it really is like a divorce, isn't it? It's like, you, you've cheated on me and you're going to have to earn back my trust. Ah, oh yeah. A Russophobic position. I was amazed at the speed with which, after the start of the special military operation, the West took a Russophobic position, encouraging Russophobia at the household level, the minister said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that... That's very, I think that's surprised a lot of people, even in the EU. And a lot of you guys in the comments uh, have surprised by that, by, and how quickly it was adopted, you know, how it came out of the woodwork. My theory is that it plays on the 19, sort of 1950s and 60s, uh, better dead than red propaganda that came out of the US and, and, you know, the West in general, the fear of the Soviet Union. So it's quite easy to reawaken, I think, that, those memories and that hatred of the past, which is where I think that's where the West has tapped into. At the same time, Lavrov noted that now, however, sound voices are heard when people are indignant at the decisions to ban the teaching of F.M. Dostoevsky and L.N. Tolstoy in Western schools and to change the name of streets. <laughs> yeah, some of the madness coming out. Uh, across across Europe, uh, we, we already know about. I think it was the Cardiff Cardiff Orchestra in England that uh, wouldn't pe play Tchaikovsky. Uh, you know all the stories. It, it really has surprised a lot of people uh, and disappointed them. I think uh, at just how ridiculous it is. The West once again recognizes the reality that is being created on Earth. It will be forced to admit that it is impossible to constantly attack Russia's vital interests. Russians, uh, Russians, wherever they live, the head of the Russian Foreign Ministry noted. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, they're going to learn that slowly, I think, as the West often does. Um, going on, <laughs> now, now moving up to Putin, uh, we had Christopher Steele coming out with some bollocks about Putin's health. Now we've got some, some bloke I've never heard of called Dear Love, a former MI6 director, has claimed the Russian President Vladimir Putin will end up in a long-term mental institution by next year, as rumours that the president's health has deteriorated continue to circulate. Circulate where? By who? <laughs> it's in the West, by Westerners. No one else is saying that. Richard Dearlove suggested that Putin, 69, will be transferred to a sanatorium as part of an exit strategy for Russian elites. Again, I feel this is projecting. <laughs> is this not what's gonna happen to Biden? Think about it. <laughs> what the hell? I'm really going to stick my neck out. I think he'll be gone by 2023, dear love. A co-host of the podcast who headed the MI6 from 1999 to 2004 claimed probably into the sanatorium from which he will not emerge as leader of Russia. Okay. Uh, well, time will tell on that one, but I, I think he's wrong. I think he's way off the mark. I think... Before that will happen, we'll see Biden just quietly carted off to a nursing home somewhere, as evidenced by Lloyd Austin walking back Biden's comments the other day about Taiwan, going, whoa, whoa, easy. Um, yeah, uh, I got another story. Moldovan authorities bought gas from Moldova Gas so that the company would pay off Gazprom. Moldovan authorities ordered the purchase of a reserve volume of gas from Moldova Gas so that the company would receive funds to pay off the next monthly payment to Gazprom. So he thinks that's it's kind of like a, a bit of a bailout there from Moldova Gas and of course uh, it, Poland buying reverse flow gas from Germany is, is another mention in the headlines this morning. Uh, I, think, I think those are the, the main big pieces that I've managed to gather, yeah, US President Biden issued a final warning to Russia and China, according to UFA notes. The American President warned the Russian Federation and China about reforming the UN and said that Japan would soon take a seat on the Security Council. It's hard, it's hard to take anything that Biden says seriously. It's hard to even understand half of it, if I'm absolutely frank with you. Uh, just uh, some other stuff that are in Telegram rather than just the usual news. The RADA proposes to allow... Uh, how do I put this in a YouTube-friendly way? The uh, liquidation of deserters. A deputy from Zelensky's party, Servant of the People, Bez Bezuglia, introduced a bill to amend the statute of the internal service. Now it says that in a combat situation, the commander, chief, can use a weapon, or give an order, to his subordinates to use it, if it is otherwise impossible to stop a criminal offence while not causing death to a serviceman. The Bazoogloy project proposes to delete the last part of the phrase without causing death to a serviceman. Nice. So, not one step back, I guess, as is being put into law. Uh, yeah. So, I, I think that, that wraps up 
pretty much stuff here more about energy prices and the 40 billion allocated to the united states ukraine will only get 15 percent this is according to sputnik so take it take it as it is uh, you know with a pinch of salt that means this is the opinion here we go of the speaker of the russian state duma vyacheslav volodin 35 percent of the total amount will be used to finance the armed forces of the united states itself 45.2 percent will be spent on other countries another 4.8 percent will be spent on refugee assistance and diplomatic issues volodin noted but ukrainians will have to pay the debt and all the 40 billion dollars now i don't know where volodin's getting this from what his what his sources are however it has to be said that that kind of corroborates what we're all suspicious of you know this 40 billion is going to be laundered and washed through ukraine and going off to various ngos etc and hence the how keen certain congressmen and senators in the states are to get this package signed off which which biden has done uh, so <laughs> Uh, that's that's Volodin of the Russian State Duma, who's, who's coming out with that stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I think that that wraps up this morning. There, there's there's a lot going on. Kyrgyzstan claims it's not going to be an independent state. Uh, there's all kinds of little little stories about different areas, uh, different sectors of news. Obviously, the main thing that I think Europeans and Americans are, are watching and waiting for is the things that will directly impact the economy and them at home. That's not to be cold-blooded, so to speak, but come on, we've, that's what, you know, that's what we're all concerned about. Can we afford to fill the fridge, keep the lights on? So in that aspect, yeah, worrying times, and especially if you don't have faith in your leaders. Yeah, okay. Uh, good golly. Eden. Eden on Earth. Some of you guys have complained about the, um, the lens. So I use a 360 camera, partly because it allows me to film everything around. So in post I can zone in on really cool stuff. Uh, I'm looking at some alternatives. Maybe something like the DJI Pocket. But you know, that's, that's one way. With this way I can drink it all in. But I do appreciate that it's a bit of a strange uh, field of view, a bit of a strange lens, <clears throat> and plus money. Oh, yeah, here's some news for you. So yesterday I was playing around. Remember that I said about transferring money to Russia via crypto was quite expensive, which it is. Uh, I, I found another website. Uh, this isn't an entirely unaffiliated comment, let's say, because I'll, I'll put like a, an affiliate link in the description but at advcash.com i found worked it was somewhat expensive so it's 3.95 percent fee for visa mastercard to load it up then the currency exchange rate wasn't too bad actually i think it was like 72 so this is gbp to rubles so they charged 72 when it was about i think it was about 73 so not too bad but they take their fee in other ways so then when i wanted to send the rubles to my russian bank account there was another fee um i think it was like one percent 
Uh, I can't remember all the fees. It, it, on a hundred pounds, um, it wasn't too expensive uh, in, in effect. So if some of you other guys are in that position as well, which I think there's a few of you. So if you're expats living in Russia or even just Russians wondering how to move your money, ADV cash, which is quite well known, I think already, but that I've proven that to work and it was instant. So once they verified my card, you have to like take a picture of the physical card. So they're all quite hot on their know your customer stuff. But once you've done all that, which is very quick, then boom, it was straight in my Russian bank account. So I only used about a hundred pounds just to test it. Uh, so potentially, potentially I can get some monies uh, from, from the UK to buy, buy a better camera uh, for Russia. By all means, leave your suggestions. I don't want to go for mirrorless. Uh, by the way, the news, news is finished now. I'm just waffling uh, as I get back to the park entrance. Uh, so yeah, by all means, leave suggestions. But I, th I think something like the DJI Pocket would be quite good for me to just whip out uh, in various places that I am quite portable because that's what I like about this. This is an old Insta360. Uh, so yeah, the quality is not massive or amazing. Uh, but I like how compact it is. If you have a gimbal and the phone, it's all very bulky and well, you look a bit of a tosser. Well, I already do. You've seen the looks <laughs> from people as I've walked, walked past. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, they already think I'm a bit of a tosser as it is, which I don't mind. I'm British after all, we get that wherever we go quite rightly too. I'm just gonna pass this really interesting statue. I've got to head back actually, cause uh, little one's woken up and got to get on with the working day. Oh wow. Statue doesn't look particularly happy. Ah, uh, yeah, still. A random, random little building. Really cool. Oh, there we go. There's a com trail. Or some of you guys have speculated about chemtrails. Ah, oh, there's one. So I guess, yeah. But then, I don't know what to think about all that stuff. I'll let you tinfoil hat guys uh, duke it out in the comments. But yeah, the main thing is, um, yeah, looking looking at upgrading the stuff, but really uh, it's not a huge priority right now. I, th I think I've waffled enough now and I think I've given you a good taste uh, of, of things this morning, both headlines, weather, and beauty of the outdoors here in Russia. I'll wrap it up there. I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.